Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're going to step away from uh, football, at least uh, NFL football momentarily as we go around the locker room. Some awesome locker room audio to get to. And, man, with the uh, Zach Grinke trade to the Astros, it just looks like the rich get richer. But it, it did remind several people, uh, and people started tweeting this out last night, saw it on my timeline, uh, maybe one of the greatest Grinky moments. Is he's an odd guy. He's got some social anxiety, mm-hmm. some things like that. He's a little bit of a unique guy, right? He's got mm-hmm. some complexities to him. He's um, one of his greatest uh, moments in a locker room or clubhouse was relived and uh, a spotlight on it again as Grinky was back in the news getting traded to the Strohs. But uh, the, <laughs> this came out last night. Manager Don Mattingly had called a serious team meeting, but Grinky, who never ever, ever speaks out, (laughs) stood up and got the room's attention. All right? He said, quote, some of you guys have been doing the number two and not washing your hands. (laughs) It's not good. I noticed it even happening earlier today. So if you guys could just be better about it, that would be great. And then he sat back down. I wish. <laughs> I so wish I knew who talked next and what they said after that. Yeah, so, um, but, yeah, okay, that, that's a thing, too. But mainly, uh, thank you for okay, that, Zach. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, and, uh, we'll focus on that. Back to the nine-game losing streak. Um, what do you say after that? Uh, I mean, imagine a guy that just lays in the cut. And doesn't really talk very much. He's one of your most important players. He's a dominant pitcher. And then the moment comes where, damn, oh, oh this is getting for real, dude. Look, dude, I think Grinky's about to talk. Check him out. Grinky's, Grinky's going to talk, dude. This is a huge meeting. Let's see what he's what has he got. Some of you guys have been doing the number two. First of all, let's, uh, let's diagram, let's dissect that. Some of you guys have been doing the number two. It's not a dance move. Is that the way you talk to grown men? Well, aside from that, I would assume all of them have been doing the number two. Not some of them, right? Are some of the guys so backed up they just stopped? That's where the Why, is, he, is that is that play. the best way to say it? Is that locker room irritable bowel hey, syndrome? Uh, I know everyone in here has gone number two, right, guys? <laughs> I mean, it's like everyone is not four. Okay? Hey, some of you guys have been uh, blowing up the bat. All, right. <laughs> All so, right, show of hands. Who here has been going number two? All right, so, guys, show, <laughs> come on, raise your hand. Who's been going number two? Some of you guys have been doing the number two. <laughs> So he didn't even say going number two. Some of you guys have been doing the number two and so not stupid. washing your hands. Very Austin Powers. And, okay, so that's the update. Here's the sentence. Some of you have been doing the number two and not washing your hands. Now here's the commentary on that update. Mm-hmm. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so he's letting you know, hey, man, that's not good. Like if, if you were under the impression that it's good to go mm-hmm. to do the number two and not wash your hands – it's not good. Right. He's a man of immense focus. He says it's not good. All right. And then he brings forth 
evidence from today. Uh, I noticed it even happening earlier today. <laughs> it happened earlier today. So, so he's called out a specific few now. Okay, so think about it. He is sitting there. Everyone in there is stewing about this players-only meeting or whatever it is. You know, they're, they're stewing about this team meeting, uh, airing their grievances. He's just sitting there furious that people aren't washing their hands <laughs> after they rock a deuce. And then he says, and then he softens it up. Because he wants to end on a high. His long speech is about to end. He says, so so if you guys could just be better about it, <laughs> which in itself, better about it. If you could just be better about it. Um, Occasionally wash your hands. That's all yeah. I'm asking for. He <laughs> said, that would be, oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, here's improve. the music. Yeah, give me the music. Give here me it is. one of those hot waters. Here's the music. Some of you guys have been doing the number two. And not washing your hands. It's not good. I noticed it even happening earlier today. So if you guys could just be better at it. If you guys could just be better about it. That would be great. I could hear Bassick delivering that speech. <laughs> I like to say Taco Bueno. <laughs> I'd like to hear Bassick read that speech. And then he sat right back down. I mean, that is just I like saying incredible. Taco Bueno. I do too. Thank you, Zach Greenkeep. For that I don't incredible know. moment in sports history. When you guys saw that uh, the Rangers didn't do anything, I mean, they did the moves the night before, and they were two great moves, especially if they end up getting the guy they want the international slot money for. But when the Rangers didn't make a deal at the deadline uh, with Miner, and then the Astros got Grinky, didn't it sting even more to see the Astros do something like that? Um, I understand that, and I did see some reaction like that. It doesn't really impact me that much Ben because I don't think the teams are remotely in you know the same They're space not. right now so They're it's not. like you know whenever great teams go do great stuff it doesn't it doesn't really impact me that much I expect that that's where they are in their trajectory and quite frankly they're going to be there for a while so Jeff Passan wrote a great article on ESPN that came out today and it's kind of a look at the Diamondbacks and Astros trade negotiations and how quickly this came together and there were a couple things after reading through that. There were a couple things in there that did make me, did sting a little bit. And mm-hmm. I agree. We're talking about two different stratospheres right now right. with where these clubs are. I want to read you this, though. Just tell me if it hurts a little bit. Okay. Uh, and this is after he talked about the Astros sat there and went, well, the Yankees didn't do anything. And I'm looking around at the starting pitcher market. Doesn't look like the Rangers are going to move Mike Miner. Doesn't look like Wheeler's going to get traded. Doesn't look like Bumgarner's going to get traded. We might as well do something. No one's doing anything. Mm-hmm. The Astros saw it, got aggressive. They were, quote, emboldened by the support of owner Jim Crane, who is just the right kind of hands-on, supportive but not pushy, involved but not overbearing, and very, very happy to cut a check for stars. And that made me go, ugh. I think, but, but let me say this. If the Rangers were in a different position, they would do that. I we, think they would, we, too. we came on the air a million times and talked about Rangers' ownership, not wanting to spend a bunch of money, and every free agent trade de- or every trade deadline, as if the Rangers were in a position, what did they do? They took on more money. Yeah, every single year. Now it wasn't, and even this deal. I mean, I was shocked to see how much the Diamondbacks picked up of that. Did they pick up twenty of or twenty four so, million of? Basic was explaining on those deals where there's money deferred. The original team who makes that agreement has to pay it. 
So the Diamondbacks had to pay some of this, no matter what. Gotcha. Uh, a lot of it. Okay. Either way, the deferred stuff. Okay. That's what Basic was saying. You can't trade the deferred money. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I, you know, I understand that that's where we are right now at this moment in baseball time. But the Rangers have been a team that when they're in a position to go for it, they've gone for it. And Ray and several years back when Bob was involved, they would step up and spend the money. So if the Rangers weren't didn't have a disastrous July and were actually winning games and had a position to do something, they'd probably spend a little bit of more money than people thought they would because they have traditionally done that. Yeah. So just, you know, the Astros are in their winning window, and they doubled down. That's what good franchises do in any sport. Yep. No question. It does sting because I hate Houston, though. Absolutely. Uh, guys, we've got to play this clip. Now, this is from the Baton Rouge Rotary Club. I don't know what, what that means. LSU, You're tracking that? LSU head coach Ed Orgeron is speaking. Now, I only have a seven-second clip for this. Okay. I actually think it works out better because you guys can kind of try to say what he's saying or figure out what he's saying. Okay. Ed Orgeron is super Cajun. Uh, we've played audio of him in the past. Uh, notably, the time he, he talked about drinking a ton of Red Bulls per day. Oh, I remember that. Listen to what he's saying at the Baton Rouge Rotary Club and see if we can kind of translate it. Okay. And I'm glad you ought to have that Ralph Salafusha wouldn't have got past number one. Anyway. Oh, my God. The, everybody in that room understood that? That's, that is, uh, this is... This is this reminds me of the Adam Sandler movie. What was that? It's Farmer Friend from uh, the Water Boy. Boy. Yeah, it's it's uh, the Water Boy. I mean, you, you, nobody can understand that, really. Yeah, let me hear that again. I, the last thing he said is pass it number one. I heard that part, but nothing leading up to it. And I'm glad you didn't have that Ralph Salafusha wouldn't have got pass number one. Anyway. He, I think he said uh, Ralph on a futon, and once he got there, it's pass number one. Maybe. Is it, I'm hear. glad there's a Ralph. Is there a player named like? I think it's a weird All right, let me hear that. Me hear I'm that. glad you didn't have that Ralph Salafusha would never got past number one. All right, I'm glad that Ralph took a poop because I didn't think Ralph. he could ever get past number one. Okay, so I thought he said he saw fuchsia. I thought color. he said, I'm glad Ralph got solid food because he was going to pass number one. Oh, let me oh, hear that. Oh, that's, that's good. Measure. That's good. And I'm glad you didn't have that Ralph Salafusha would never got past number one. Oh, no, no, no I got it. Not bad. I'm going to bag on a raft because Fallujah would have been number one. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Let me hear it again. And I'm glad you didn't have that Ralph Salafusha would never got past number one. Anyway. I, st- I still think he's talking about Ralph saw the fuchsia and then decided to pass number one. <laughs> Is that a laugh track? Because no one there understood those words, right? All those swampy hillbillies. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. That is crazier. That is crazier. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.